The following program is intended for mature audiences. Night and it's naughty time. Oh yeah. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Todd, how goes it? You know, if you guys join in for any of our other shows, you do not have to hear that dance ASMR. Oh, I'm gonna do that <laughs> on every show. Next review, we'll we'll do some we'll do an all A24 show, and I'll just do that voice the whole time. Um, starting this week, this Wednesday, new flesh wound host, Ozzy V. <laughs> ah, you can't replace me with Ozzy. I just can't even imagine Ozzy reviewing like horror movies just... or erotic thrillers. Yeah, I still feel Ozzy's working his way up to, to that R rating. I don't know, <laughs> but we can do we. I would, I would allow him to come on and do an erotic thriller show though. I've, I've already spoken to him, so um, yeah, you got to do. You know how like uh, John Morrison has like the wind entrance with his hair and everything at the beginning, right. and he can do the intro just like me. There you go. That's all. That's got to happen. Just tell him to hold like a fan and just like let the hair. <laughs> could be like a Chilean Fabio. <sighs> there you go. It's just got a stick of butter. There you go. Gotta. We gotta appeal to everybody so we'll make that yep. happen uh, okay. so, <laughs> so yes we're here tonight to discuss yet more erotic thrillers which um i'm very excited uh we're, we're kind of getting we're getting into some more obscure ones although we do still have some heavy hitters uh as well although you can make a case that all of these are obscure because a lot of them have kind of been forgotten by time already, even though, yeah, 90s doesn't feel like that long ago, but <laughs> effectively, I guess it, it has been. And we're going to discuss two tonight. As we, we've all, we've been saying Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct were kind of those smash hits around this period where a bunch of these were just getting made left and right and money was being made hand over fist as we talked about uh, on our our last show we get into some of the Fred Olin Ray titles and if you haven't listened yet and you are a fan of these films we're we're building up a pretty impress, impressive little library but these also piggyback a 1992 film called Body of Evidence which had the most bizarre casting i think for an erotic thriller and wow, no. willem dafoe and madonna although i want to say dafoe actually you know what time he he lived to that point where i think dafoe actually looks better than madonna <laughs> yeah can you imagine them fucking now todd only is he doing yeah. it in full lighthouse gimmick? <laughs> lighthouse or or Green Goblin? Take oh, your fannies off. 
pumpkin. Spread your legs. Here comes the pumpkin. <laughs> okay, Dad. I don't know. Is that good, Defoe? No, no I'm just the the you green goblin them, which is funny because you hate Marvel stuff, but that is perfect. Now I just yeah. want to see. Well, I love green... Willem Defoe. I know you. So. Do. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. So that movie, uh, yeah, Willem Defoe. If memory serves, it's been a while, but I believe Willem Defoe eats Madonna's ass. Well, in you that know movie. what? We will report back, and we will be. We will make sure we cover that one. We will. We got to make it a, a GIF or a GIF or whatever the hell you call GIF. that thing. GIF? Is that what it is? A GIFy? Well, it's a GIF. Something like that. I don't know. I, I forget. Ozzy always yells at us which one it is, but it's a GIF. Okay. Okay. But ask Ozzy to create, to say we want one of Willem Dafoe eating Madonna's ass. Well, we'll be able but to. We want their 2023 faces superimposed over that. All right. Make it happen. Or body swap them. Maybe Madonna's eating Willem Dafoe's ass. <laughs> Might happen. But but yeah, that, that film, I don't, re- I don't really know what the box office was on that. I would imagine fairly successful just for Madonna yeah. alone. It's not known as a particularly great film, although it did uh, have an early appearance. Well, not first appearance, but Julianne Moore, I remember, was in that one. A lot of great character actors. I think Richard Riley, I believe, might have been in it. Uh, that's what we might tackle at some point. Because it, definitely- yeah, I, I definitely think we'll we'll definitely do like a more mainstream, like the big ones, the yes. studio ones. We'll say the studio ones definitely. Because uh, yeah, I'm really fascinated. I got to get that on Blu-ray because I forgot that they put that out. Because I I believe but- Madonna wanted. Willem Dafoe, which again, interesting choice. The DVD is the R-rated cut, then, or the Blu-ray. <clears throat> just, just warning you. <laughs> then there's no point. That Blu-ray is pointless. All right. Well, I guess I'm tracking down an old DVD. Wow. I think so. I'm double checking now, but my, but I want to say it was like one of those stupid olive ones. But I'm checking. That that it would be really really strange, but. Yeah, and I bet it doesn't even have a Madonna. The MGM ones do that a lot, too. No Madonna getting her ass eaten. Okay, let's see. It's a Scream Factory one. Let's check. Two mo- One movie, two cuts. Okay. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. Okay, 15 bucks. Maybe we'll have to do that one soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that sooner. Uh, we know what the... You know what? It probably wouldn't get as many clicks, but it would be funny just to have them now. Just them now with the, the <laughs> Willem Dafoe from Lighthouse, just Madonna now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I'll do the whole thing. I'll work on it, and I'll be Willem Dafoe the entire time. Uh, so, uh, we're a sexy podcast, man. Uh, so, 1992's Body of Evidence uh, in the wake of that. Well, we get some some knockoffs, a body of influence. And we'll kick it off with uh, the original body of influence from 1993 and director Gregory Dark, who we have already covered a chunk of his 
filmography on this show if you go back and look uh, at our archives and in this one a successful psychiatrist has his world turned upside down by the appearance of an erotic mystery woman who makes him prove just how far he will go for her love all right so we get shannon weary back in this one uh, sort of uh playing laura and her nympho alter ego lana well uh, this i do want to throw this at her real quick before we get too mm-hmm. far in because you made a point of it on our animal instinct show to point out that this was called animal instincts too in some markets it yes so very confusing yeah, and we do explain that if you go back and listen to that the animal instinct show uh, most places it, it's not so yeah but if you want to just bunch them all together that works too you won't be too lost uh following along in the plot nope. but they are two separate movies just so we we have that clear two separate movies yes and i guess you in the uk might be could possibly be a little bit confused um so there is some crossover again a lot of these movies were made right around the same time we do get a uh small role from bobby phillips she's one of the first women that are being interviewed about her sex encounters this is again this is like these erotic thrillers almost take place in their own universe just i I don't (laughs) I don't feel like it's an accurate portrayal of psychiatry. <laughs> Just... They ruined everything for me as a young child. I was expecting all this. <laughs> you go into therapy. It's like, when, when are we going to start talking about my my threesome fantasy? <laughs> well, why are you asking me about my mom? You're killing the vibes, man. Um, so Bobby Phillips, who I think is probably one of the most beautiful women to probably the most beautiful actress you likely have never heard of and she really wasn't known for these movies and she doesn't have any real sex scenes here but she does utter the line then i tell him to lick me there (laughs) so you get to you get to see a spicy little interview with bobby phillips as i i mentioned with her last time uh TC 2000 with Billy Blanks, which I believe was her first movie. Uh, Also the Chameleon trilogy, which was kind of like a Dark Angel type thing. I think they were, it was like a backdoor TV movie that was maybe going to become a show and it didn't. Uh, She's not talked about a lot. We also get Sandal Bergman, who pops up in uh, a few of these herself, but never does nudity in these, which is always, her casting's always kind of odd she'll do like a little sex scene but we we cut away before we see anything from sandal bergman uh we do have a pretty strong lead is uh is jonathan brooks the doctor nick cassavetes uh who is a director and actor uh acting wise you probably will recognize him from face off uh if you're fans of this show, you may know him for from class of 1999 to The Substitute and uh, stuff like Delta Force 3, uh, Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer. Uh, really good actor. He did, a, he did a few of these. I know uh, he was also in Sins of Desire, Sins of the Night. Uh, so he's another one that kind of had 
a little bit of a, a run there, but he also directed stuff like Alpha Dog and uh, I love uh, Alpha Dog. Yeah, and um, uh, I, I know my sister's keeper was another one. Uh, so talented guy. Once again, this period was very unusual, and as we go along, you'll see it changed in a relatively short amount of time. But you you'd have a lot of different actors that would dip their toes in, in these kinds of movies. Uh, we get Richard Roundtree, which is hilarious because Shaft plays a character called Harry Reams uh, in yep. this one. <laughs> so shout out to the legendary golden era Harry Reams uh, for, for you triple X fans out there. Um, we get uh, as well, this we, similar themes in a lot of these movies, we always have the voyeur neighbor trope that that not always, but like that pops up a lot. <laughs> There's always like some voyeur that's like doing stuff now that they would be canceled <laughs> for. But sometimes, you know, you could film people uh, without them knowing and you're still the baby face, <laughs> I guess, in the erotic thriller world. Uh, this is also notable for an early earlier appearance from one of my personal favorites, Monique Parent. And uh, she is drop dead gorgeous. Uh, she stuck with not only erotic thrillers, she did a lot of softcore and she's notable. Uh, she popped up in a bunch of Fred Olin rage and Winorski type stuff. Uh, she's probably one of the better actresses of these films she's really really good uh, if you don't recognize the name uh she uh was in one called bloodthirsty or bloodthirst it might have been uh it's like a erotic vampire film that i do recommend with uh, monique parent uh really good seeing seeing her pop up in this uh and uh yeah so this one has some funny dialogue. It, it kind of opens up with these ridiculous interviews, like a woman talking about coming to a really good kiss, which <laughs> that's that's a skill. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever made that happen by kissing a girl, but just got to work on my skills, I guess. Uh, it's uh, a little bit kind of midway as far as like skin quotient goes it's not all uh the bump and grind it's it's got a fun little storyline like i said with uh, the the whole uh laura lana i guess you know it's basically split with beaver scenes <laughs> basically <laughs> split with beaver shots um it's it's got a, a sort of over the top fun little story for this type of movie uh i i enjoy the scene where uh, <laughs> where lana the nympho alter ego of shannon weary's character shows up and the with the the fiance and she of course the fiance storms out all pissed off and literally within like 10 seconds of just the of her, the fiance just leaving him he's banging lana yeah <laughs> like, please don't go then 
like not even 10 seconds it's just like cue the jazz music then it's just like bumping grinds. well she left <laughs> she left I, I guess like that's it's like we were on a break yeah. <laughs> well, that, that funny. Guess. I forgot my keys, and then she comes in, and he's like balls deep. <laughs> um, what did you think of this one, Todd? Because I thought it was fun. Yeah, the this one it, it is fun. I don't think it's one of the upper echelon, like so no. far. But as erotic thrillers go, I, I have a good time with this one. Not one I'm really going to recommend for a first time. So if you're already a fan of them, I think this is a good time. Um, not Shannon Weary's best or Gregory Dark's best, but still worth a watch. Uh, definitely, definitely uh, worth a watch. Also worth a watch for uh, the actress Tiffany Million, who you may not you may or may not recognize that name, but uh, she plays Margaret here. But she is also known for the gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling Glow show where she uh, wrestled under the name Tiffany Mellon. And uh, she had a she has a very uh, interesting backstory because she did glow uh, where apparently she was hazed because they they thought uh, that she was like a lesbian or something and she got hazed so she went on to do hardcore uh hardcore features (laughs) well yeah i'm sure that's that's kind of like a (laughs) you kind of have to yeah but uh, she was in the temple of poon uh she did uh, the adventures of miss mr tootsie pole which i don't think i've seen and with, wow, I figured you'd be you'd be going to grab it off the shelf. <laughs> I will find it. I, I will have to find it. Uh, had a pretty solid career uh, in adult features. And uh, and yeah, she also did the Triple X Files, Lust in Space, Hookers of Hollywood, uh, Demolition Woman. Uh, lots of lots of films that I kind of remember, but it's been a little while since I've dived into her adult filmography but uh, she was also imported because i think she worked with uh gregory dark on on one that i believe was a fairly big hit it was a tom byron was in it the crease master's wife which uh was a popular the crease master was a popular adult adult series i think they made a few of those if i remember right was it a parody of the beast master it's been a little bit. No, I don't believe so. Then it's no. a waste of a title. <laughs> no, well, you know, if that doesn't do it for you, Todd, there's there's always butt slammers for down and dirty. Or one that I did see, also from 93. She was very busy in 93. Uh, the Beaverly Hillbillies. Ah, I kind of remember that, that one. That one, I feel like, yes, you would have. You would have haunted them. I know. Uh, I'm looking at a thing. Uh, Taxi Girls three of 100 seen, and New New Wave Hookers three. But here's the thing: Were you aware when you were watching the adult films that she was in Glow? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you you knew at the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I made that connection way back in the day necessarily. Because I was older know. though too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You were you know glow and then like oh, oh shit <laughs> um 
Well, didn't didn't she use? Wasn't she also Tiffany Mellon in Glow? Yeah, no, but she in uh, what was her adult name? Hold on a minute. Her adult um, name was. Well, she used she used Tiffany Million. Hold on. Uh, which no, yeah. See, she's listed as Tiffany Million. That's what I always remember as. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I believe she tried to pick, which is interesting that she did that. There were some variations she did on her name, and it gets a little yeah. bit. Confusing. She added a Y, and but either way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, adult films were always kind of confusing because sometimes they just use some random throwaway name. Sometimes they'd have a cool name, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think twelve-year-old Todd would have liked this a lot better. Yeah, and yeah, T- Tiffany with the Y, Tiffany Million. She she didn't use the Melon name though from Glow right. because I don't think she could because she wouldn't own that, but. Uh, but yeah, so well back to this. For you Glow fans, there's a little bit of a bonus reason that you might want to watch this. Uh, wh- what did you What did you think? I think it had a solid male lead in this one. He wasn't too distracting, which uh, we have had some that that are a little bit distracting because sometimes the casting for the the guy in the erotic thrillers is just totally random, but. Hey, they did that in the big leagues with Willem Dafoe. So uh, <laughs> uh, I had a lot of fun with the story here. Yeah. I don't think it's as good on the erotic content front, though. Like, I feel our previous Shannon Weary shows, which you can go back and listen to the reviews, are a better display of hers. Uh, but you do get to see Monique Parent, who, like I said, she she'd be a contender. Not the the level of name of a Shannon Tweed or a Shannon Weary, but I'm gonna say I'd put her in terms of looks above them. But I like redheads. What can I say? Um, so yes, this this is this is a lot of fun. It gets kind of crazy. A lot of these like towards the very end that you get like a bunch of murder and craziness in the last 10, 15 minutes. It's like, all right, enough for titties. Let's wrap up the story. Uh, (laughs) So again, for this type of movie, I thought it was a fun little uh, storyline. And I like the whole idea of essentially having Shannon Weary play two personality types, but uh, a little bit lower on the Weary scale. Yeah. So what would you give it? Uh, this one, I am going to give a three. It's still above average. I have fun with it. Better the storyline than normal. I think uh, Nick Cassavetes uh, was really a solid lead in this one. I agree, but there's just something working it against it for me. Um, I got to go with two and a half. It, it's an average one for me. It just... Like you mentioned the the way like the way they handled the erotic stuff was really weird too. Um mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, overall not that uh, perfect balance. Yeah. I get that. Um, and I mean we've seen better movies from both the director and the female lead. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't don't start with that one for Shannon Weary. No, no. Although as we're getting into it again, although a sequel, it's not really a sequel, so you kind of get a uh, fresh start with with this one, which 
as we bit we reviewed some of these some of the sequels have been better than the originals so let's see where we lie with body of evidence 2 which this one is actually from a uh, a one and done director Brian J Smith uh and this one stars uh Jody Fisher as uh Lisa Watkins uh who not known for these types of movies at all she's done a lot of television and uh she's probably best known for you horror fans listening to this show as uh playing Mercy Shaw in Charles Band's Blood Dolls uh so a lot of tv then <laughs> uh st- still i believe semi active so she was on one episode of Nightstand I don't know if you remember Nightstand, the fake talk show that was on. I, e. I do. Yeah, I never really watched it, but oh, I, know I it loved is. it. Timothy Stack was the was the host. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's very good in this. Uh, well, I didn't even read the synopsis. You gotta know what Body of Influence Two <laughs> is about. So, totally original. The relationship between a psychoanalyst and his seductive, unhappily married patient, troubled by psychosexual nightmares, becomes dangerously intimate as they gradually reveal dark secrets from their past. All right. So uh, so this one, as I was saying, uh, the, uh, the male lead who plays uh, Dr. Thomas Benson is played by daniel d anderson now if you don't know that name and obviously in many cases casual viewers of these could could give two shits uh about (laughs) about the male lead uh but he did a lot of this he was known he was actually married for a long time to a heavy hitter in the soft core field kira reed Mm -hmm. and uh or who became kira reed lorsch who uh her second husband, uh, she made a lot of <laughs> lot of money off of that guy. Uh, uh, he was like a TV mogul type, so hence why we didn't get to see her boobs anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn but, it. <laughs> uh, but he was prolific. He was in stuff like The Erotic Misadventures of the Invisible Man, which is actually really fun. Uh, Scandal, 15 Minutes of Fame. Uh, if, if you... If you watched Cinemax back in the day, you have absolutely seen him in a bunch of it. Sexual Intrigue's a good one. Uh, Bear Deception. Uh, I mean, that is pretty much what he did uh, was was those movies. Beverly Hills Bordello. Uh, yeah, so he, he was prolific. He popped up in a few mainstream things, but... Essentially, he was a softcore vet. He was in like virtuosity. He might be more proud of the softcore stuff than virtuosity, but uh, but yeah. So that's kind of the cast. Small role, very small role. But Landon Hall is also in this. Uh, she's just a, a, a she's credited as club girl. But Landon Hall is in one of my favorite softcore films of all time. I believe the Full Moon DVD is edited, unfortunately, because some of those are the R-rated cut. But 1999's Hotel Exotica, which star, which uh, co-stars uh, soft, uh, no, not softcore, hardcore 
uh, goddess Taylor St. Clair, who is one of my favorite from the 90s era of those films, uh, has one of the hotter scenes in any softcore film. Uh, so if, if you're ever looking for that again, I do believe that the Full Moon DVD is edited, unfortunately. But Hotel Exotica 1999, since we're recommending some stuff, uh, is, yeah, that one's primo softcore. Uh, so this one's pretty, pretty wild. Um, Daniel D. Anderson, it's weird for doing all, all these movies. Not the most believable in this role. I don't know if it was just something about him playing like a doctor or something. Didn't quite. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Tara Reed playing a scientist and alone in the dark or anything quite that bad, but it's a little more out of place. <laughs> I don't know if I bought his chemistry in here. Uh, with the actor, with the actress, but uh, uh, yeah, th this one has some issues. There, it kind of constantly through flashback is repeating scenes. Uh, the gimp scene, they flash back to a lot, and it gets a little uh, monotonous uh, with that. Um, there is some, you know, there's a, like a kink club that they visit at one point, which kind of provides the bulk of the, the heavier nudity, which is here. There's full nudity in here for people looking for the erotic content. Um, this one's not great. This is 1996 at this point, And we're kind of at kind of a transitional period. Cause the movies, these movies, the erotic thriller had already peaked at this point so it's starting to decline a little bit not that there's a lot of stuff that's very entertaining that comes later but this is somewhere in between it's not like the full bump and grind every 10 minutes uh feel but somewhere in between and it's not great i don't i don't love this one i do like uh jody fisher as a lead would have liked to have seen her in more of these types of movies but this one is definitely skippable. But what did you think, Todd? Yeah, I think you're being nice. This one, I get why he only directed one film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's kind of a mess. I don't. I'm not even a fan of the leads either of them. Um, okay. Yeah, this one just kind of. I was really disappointed. Um, well, you'll be seeing him again. <laughs> yes, he, I know. <laughs> he did a lot of these things. So. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, this is like my first one is really a miss. Yeah, but, this also sets up a sequel that obviously never came to. So, But I think of both of these would play well with a group and some, some beers or whatever you would like mm -hmm. to enjoy. I think there's fun to be had with this one, but it's just a straight up watching it as an erotic thriller. It's, there's a lot. A lot better. Yeah, this is one of those ones where it it fails because I'm like, ah, eh, okay, let's just get to the next titty scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not as engaged <laughs> at this point. Uh, Twelve year old Dan would have fast forwarded about ninety percent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't have to fast forward in most of these because it comes so uh -huh. fast. Uh, again, no pun intended. Twelve uh, year old Dan might have, but you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this one's kind of trying to set her up as sort of a, a body chemistry character 
and we we didn't get any sequels after this one uh unfortunately also three years in between a little more than normal i don't think people particularly even remembered body of evidence at that point i feel like that one was just yeah. out of the public's mind at that point but uh yeah this one this one's definitely a miss definitely a miss um body of influence in general a little bit lower yeah. and you know you don't have shannon weary it's hard it's hard to to replace shannon weary yeah, uh, why do you think my last one got such a high number? <laughs> <laughs> uh but landon hall short career uh she she didn't do a ton of stuff in comparison to some of these uh other uh actors of that that time but still one of those ones we talked about uh, wendy schumacher on a recent uh, after dark and again didn't do a whole lot but i remember her very well uh because of the stuff she was in uh hotel exotica once again if you're looking for other uh suggestions and uh and uh, we should just put out yeah. there that that is not an erotic thriller it's just yeah. no that's softcore yeah that's yeah. softcore uh landon hall was also in a, a series of a uh, couple series actually uh, the masseuse films i don't know if you remember those uh i think she was in I don't know if she's in the first one, but I know she was in one of the escort movies. So I, some of those are erotic thrillers, some more right. softcore. But there, uh, there's a point where the line kind of starts to blend. Absolutely, and, and that's one of the cool things about doing these shows. I know some of the reviews are a little bit shorter because you know sometimes the stories aren't exactly that complex to break down. But I really like highlighting a lot of these actors and actresses because. Once again, this is sort of that subgenre that is lost on a generation. Most of the DVDs out for this stuff came out in like the late 90s or very early 2000s. So, and they've been out of print for a very long time. So, I don't know. I don't think that these have uh, particularly ca captured this upcoming generation of movie fans' imagination. And I don't know if they will or not. That's why I think it's important to do these shows uh, here on Flesh Wound. And I'm very happy to see how well they're doing. So I, I do feel like you are out there. In the comments, let us know. like who, we, Not just erotic thrillers, because we will be tackling some of these uh, softcore titles. We'll be, we do sex comedies uh, on After Dark. We will be doing all kinds of stuff. Todd's a hater, but I am going to make him watch a lot of the the Misty Monday stuff, Seduction Cinema. We're going to make that happen. Uh, Not an erotic thriller. I'll pass. Uh, some of those qualify as erotic thriller, Todd. I don't know why you have a aversion to that era, but I'm going to win you over because a lot of you, you won't. Really good. I will. You're going to see, Todd. It's not just Misty Monday. I know. I know the whole crew of women. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll make that happen. Also, Fred Olin Ray, Jim Wynorski. Uh, definitely want to cover a lot of these because yeah i don't know it's just it's sad to me that we don't get them anymore and i want to make that happen keep those names like kira reed kim dawson landon hall and all of these these ladies yeah. alive uh so if you have any requests as well 
patreon.com slash flesh wound features it all starts at just a buck if you like our content we really appreciate it uh we do have that secret santa stuff coming you can watch the first show on that if you want to know what that's all about but that will be totally exclusive to patreon so that won't be going up on youtube later or anything so you help the show we really appreciate it uh and enjoy our more even more uncensored content on there uh be sure to check out all of our flesh wound horrors as well and we got a lot of that coming up and a lot of wrestling content squared circle society we got you covered for all sorts of things here at flesh wound features so like share subscribe put those comments in there it really helps hit the notification bell because we do notice the difference when you guys do that we appreciate it very much uh so on that note i think we should probably we should probably rate it before we get out of here dan oh shit we didn't do two I'm all over the place. No, it's okay. uh, this one, I, this one is going to get my lowest rating so far. It's not an awful watch or anything, but it, I, I'm a one and a half. Mm, I'm a one. Oh, okay, you're yeah, you're a little bit lower. There are better options for sure. More often than not, it's funny that these do tend to be entertaining. There's not a lot of like, oh, that was just a slog, but. Uh, not a slog, but this one was kind of close. I know someone was watching, like, they forgot to rate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. We've only actually had to go back and throw the rating in, like, a week later once. Or twice. Yeah, we did forget, because we got to talking, and just in your head, you think, like, okay, I've already... Yeah, I think it would happen on a slash over, but... Okay. We put it in the comments. <laughs> we put it in the comments. That works. Uh, so, guys, I think that's all we got for you tonight. And we'll see you back here next time. A lot more After Dark coming. So, uh, stay tuned. And good night. Oh, yeah.